so. It's actually pretty cold. It'll get cold in a sec. All right. So uh, here's the deal. Um, I have something, something I'm really excited to talk to you about, but I know that tonight is, is crazy. Alex just led worship wearing a pizza, which is awesome. Um, man, if people say church is boring, I don't know that they came here. Um, so, hey, tonight we're finishing out our series on, um, called Before You Go, and the idea is you guys are all going into crazy situations. Seniors, you're all going, some of you are going to college, some of you are kind of uh, going into whatever's next, and we're all going into something, but I want you to picture what you're going into as a battle that you need to prepare for. Uh, and so tonight we're talking about the third part, and that's suit up. Um, and so before we do that, uh, first of all, um, does anyone here just love competition? Like, you can't do anything unless there's competition attached to it. Like, so I love the Pizza Olympics because of this. I cherish competition. I can't, uh, one of my favorite games to play is uh, a game called, it's a card game called Dutch Blitz. And um, I cannot play Dutch Blitz. If we're not keeping score, I don't want to be a part of it. Um, and I'm just, if you know what the Enneagram is, it's a personality test. I'm a three, which means I'm just a, a competitive achiever type person. Um, and it kind of started with my brother. We would even, we would make competitions out of everything. So like, we would play with Legos, but we wouldn't just like build Legos and make beautiful things. We would build them, and then we'd have competition to see how many rocks it would take to destroy the other brother's Lego creation. Um, we would, yeah, so I just remember just kind of, I would always think, you know, it would, it would, it would like, I couldn't rest unless I knew who won, who won this, right? So if someone like played a game and then like walked away, I'd be like, whoa, 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 who, who was the winner, right? Um, so tonight, if you, if you were to leave Pizza Olympics, there's some people that are like, I, I will only feel good if there's an actual winner of this thing. And that's me, I'm on your team. Um, and I was thinking about this today, and we just, you know, a month ago celebrated Easter, and that's this idea that Jesus won. That, that Jesus had victory over sin and death and the grave, and that you have been given new life, and there's victory. And at the same time, I feel like some people are like, okay, I know that you won. I know that Jesus won. I know that that's what that means. That we celebrate that. That's why we worship. That's why we sing. That's why we go crazy, because something amazing has happened. But I feel like for me, sometimes I'm asking the question of, um, okay, Jesus, you won, but then why do I still feel like I'm losing? If Jesus has won, why do I still feel defeated in areas of my life? If Jesus has victory, then why is my family defeated? If Jesus has victory, then why do I feel like, like I have all these crazy emotions and anxiety? If Jesus has won and has victory, why do I feel like I'm stressed out and confused about life? Why do I feel defeated? Anyone else ever feel that way? Um, like, oh, I thought this Christian thing, I thought this faith thing was going to be that everything was awesome. Um, when really it's not. And... And we, sometimes we feel defeated. Um, and some of us feel like we're so defeated, and it's even hard just to kind of stand up. Um, and we feel like we keep getting knocked down. Um, and so one of the things that happened after Jesus died and rose from the dead, Satan was ticked. Satan was pissed off that this happened, okay? Satan and, 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 and demons and just the, the idea of evil was so angry at, at this that, that he had been defeated. And Satan recognizes but doesn't respect what Jesus has done. He recognizes, okay, you've had victory, but he, and he's going down, but he's going to take as many of us down with him as possible. And so if, if some of you are like, if you don't have an idea that there's evil out there, it's kind of hard to deal with some of these uh, feelings of defeat. But we know that there's evil. 
Um, and so Satan's goal is to take you out of the fight, to make you ineffective. Um, and so I was talking to a student this past week, and they were saying, they were talking to me about the class that I counseled last year, and they were saying how disappointed and, and kind of like distraught they were that there was this one person that was such a solid Christian in high school. And then they, they graduated, and then they kind of just like fell off the map with their faith and stopped caring about God and started just being like kind of into just kind of everything you would think, okay, that's not what a Christian's about. Um, and they were so distraught and disappointed uh, and discouraged because that person had, had, had just like kind of just said, hey, screw, screw my faith. Um, but in that moment when I was talking to the student, what I was thinking is, yeah, that makes actual sense. It's, in those, it's with those people who you feel like, wow, that person's a strong Christian. Like, if you were going to take someone out in soccer, I don't know if you guys, you probably don't do this, never mind, that's really bad. Um, <laughs> in soccer or basketball or, like, football, you know, like, sometimes if you're not allowed to do this, but, you know, sometimes people get accused of taking someone out and tripping someone up and trying to, like, bust their ankle. Or if in football, they would try to do these concussions, and now that's illegal, you can't do that, and try to tackle somebody. So if Satan wanted to take people out, who would he take out first? The strongest. Anyway, so whenever I hear, oh, there was this awesome Christian, and then, and then they fell, or then the crazy things happened, or they were a total jerk, or they got caught doing this, I'm like, yeah, yes, that, that's terrible, but also, dude, they're, they're, Satan's out for their head. Satan's out for their head. Um, so it's people who are in those positions, especially when you say, when you're in a moment of transition, Satan attacks in moments of transition, um, in moments where you say, God, I want to give you my life. I want to surrender to you. It's in those moments where often you feel most attacked. It's after those things that are awesome. It's like Jesus in the wilderness. He like fasted for 40 days and then Satan shows up. So it's like when he's spiritually strong that Satan comes and attacks. Um, and so you guys are all in this moment of transition. Some of you are going uh, into another grade. You're going into summer. When things are changing and there's upheaval, there's this sense that um, Satan could come in um, and tempt and distract and accuse. Um, and I kind of had one of these moments when I first became the, the high school pastor here. Um, I remember... Uh, it was a terrible well, terrible Wednesday night. And like we did a game and like no one cared and the game like didn't work and like I think people booed the game. Uh, <laughs> no one in here would ever do that. Um, and then like I, I got up and I preached and like you ever like you're just like sometimes you're talking and you know nobody's listening and you don't, you don't even know, you know that you're not even making sense and you're like this is terrible, this is not going well. Um, and then like I remember there was like maybe like two leaders there that night and I just I felt like it was just a terrible night and I just remember driving home feeling like I suck. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm a terrible preacher. I'm a bad pastor. I should just quit. I'm the worst. And I just felt all of these things. And it was in this moment where I really, really felt like, um, and actually, like, it was near that season where, like, on Wednesday nights, I would get, like, 102, like, fever, like, going into a Wednesday night. And it wasn't like I was sick. It was just, like, crazy anxiety and stress that I really felt like was um, spiritual attack. And I remember um, pulling off to the side of the road uh, on Prospect and just feeling like I am, I'm done. I'm kind of done being the high school pastor, done kind of doing this. Um, in that moment, I was just kind of being just destroyed by all of these things, all these attacks from Satan, because he wanted to take me out of the fight. Um, and he wants to do that with you. He wants to take you out of the fight. And you might be like, oh, I don't experience anything like that. Sometimes you might want to be worried if you don't experience some sense of pushback for your faith, because you might just be like, Satan's like, go long. And you're like, okay, Satan. And you're just running down, and you catch the ball, and you're scoring for that team. Um, that you will experience some sort of temptation, accusation stuff from Satan. Um, some people are confused. What's the difference between God and, and Satan? What, what's going on here? Um, God's voice stills you. Satan's voice rushes you. God's voice leads you. He's the good shepherd who leads you. Satan's voice pushes you to do more. God's voice reassures you. Satan frightens you. 
God enlightens you. He shows you, hey, here, here's truth. Here's life. Here's what it's about. Satan confuses you. God encourages you. Satan discourages you. God comforts you. Satan worries you. God convicts you and shows you areas of your life where you can grow. Satan condemns you and makes you feel that sense of shame. God accepts you. Satan accuses you. That's what he was doing that night when I was in the car. He was accusing me. You're not good enough. You're hopeless. You're not worthy. Um, God unites us. Satan seeks to divide us. Um, so what do we do? What's our response? What do we do to this? Um, we actually have a response. This is crazy because we know the end of the story. This is in Revelation, and it's a vision of the end of times. And the great dragon was hurled down, that Satan, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. You have that. Satan has been defeated. So the crazy thing in the Old Testament, God is always this warrior. And then there's this imagery in Ephesians 6 that says you now get to put on the armor of God. Because Jesus stood for you, because he died for you, you now get his armor, and you get to put it on. Um, and so in Ephesians 6, I'm not going to read the whole passage for fear of pizza guys coming in. Um, but but, he, um, but um, Paul in Ephesians, he's talking to Christians who are under a ton of attack, who are experiencing a ton of persecution, who like are trying to feel like, okay, how do I fit in for my faith? And they, they feel like if they're a Christian, they're going to get killed or mocked. Um, and, and he says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Um, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. That's crazy. So evil things in the world, like sex trafficking. There's a sense that behind that, that that's Satan's doing. Or, or, or people who do evil things and say evil things, it's like they're on Satan's team. That's kind of crazy to me. So... First of all, I just want you to, to have that sense. This sense of victory and just feeling that, that's amazing. Um, I want you to feel that too. Um, just feel that too about what you have because of what Jesus has done. That you have complete victory over the powers of darkness. You have victory over evil. Um, you have access to everything that Jesus has done for you. He stood for you so you can stand in the midst of craziness and temptation um, because he gives, you, um, he gives you the weapons. He gives you the tools to do that. Um, and, you know, there, there are some, some people who are going into a new season of battle, um, but they've also been fighting the good fight and fighting this well, and there are seniors. Um, so right now, really what I want to do as we, you know, are in this time before pizza comes, um, I want to give anyone in here an opportunity to say any, any encouragement um, or any time that you've seen them fight this well. Um, you can just, you know, raise your hand and just share, share whatever you want to say. Um, but anything towards these seniors, um, we'll just create some, some space for that. So if you want to say something, you can raise your hand and go for it. <laughs> 